Welcome back to the Disaster Tough Podcast. I'm your host, John Scardina. Man, I was just in the Florida Hazardous Materials Symposium. I was their keynote speaker. It was a really fun opportunity. Huge shout out to Chief Jonathan Lamb, Michelle Chikowski, Sai Oikada, and everybody else who puts on that uh, amazing uh, symposium. I shared a comment that was apparently recorded and put on um, kind of the recap video. And the comment that I made was that you can trust the symposium because it's actual practitioners who are leading the symposium. There's something like 700 or 800 people who attend, mostly firefighters. And this is everybody who wants to get better um, at hazardous materials, preparation, response, recovery, that kind of stuff. And they were all in. And it's amazing to see practitioners lead. We do the same thing with dynamic populations. We only allow people who have done the job to instruct and to organize. And it is uh, like night and day. Um, it's a special thing that we do over here. It's incredibly special to see the Florida Haz Hazardous Materials Symposium do that as well. And it just takes it to the next level. Um, when you have organizations like Ampibar, uh, Lee, who did um, a presentation, so huge shout out to him, come in and talk about all these different hazardous materials responses that they did with images and lessons learned and going through the whole deal. Such an incredible opportunity to see that. Again, somebody who's actually done the job. Or another group like Paladin, Acela, who's one of our sponsors, they were there. They're actually right next to us the whole time. And, um, <clears throat> you know, they've actually gone out their their leader who who's David who's been on the podcast just a, a week or two ago uh, on there talking about how he's actually done the job it's so incredibly important that we start recognizing that if people are calling them an experts they have better done the job you can 100% be a learner you can <clears throat> you can be somebody who is uh, quote unquote an apprentice you can be a specialist you can get into the field um you know, as a quote unquote, a, a, you know, a college graduate or anything else, but are you an expert? And what sets apart an expert from somebody who is, you know, um, has an academic background? So, no discredit to people like me who have a degree or anybody else who's listening to the people who have a degree. However, it's incredibly important that we start learning from people who not just have the degrees but have the experience as well. And Brad and I talked about this on a podcast. I think Steve Johnson and I talked about this on a podcast. So I won't uh, take all your time thinking about that. But I will say it was something special to have people who have done the job to organize the event. And um, honestly, shout out to my own organization at the Readiness Lab and with um, uh, Doberman, even Impulse. Everybody who is involved has done the work to be able to say, hey, they, they know what they're talking about. They also know all the rules. And uh, that's very important. Real quick, we're going to pause for this week's Disaster Tough endorsements. The L3 Harris Extreme 400P radio solves problems and is specifically designed for emergency services. How do we know? We field tested it with medical, urban search and rescue, and collapsed and confined structures. This radio is amazingly tough. Check out the L3 Harris Extreme 400P radio at l3harris.com right now. 
How do you spell Doberman Emergency Management? EOP, OEP, HVA, HMP, Thyra, TTX, Drone, PDA. Whenever you need an expert, Doberman Emergency Management field experts are there for support. Contact an expert at DobermanEMG.com today. If you served in the military, you've probably worn Proper Apparel. Proper Apparel is now reaching out to first responders and those who love the outdoors. Check out Proper Apparel from the outdoors to the EOC, wear proper. Okay, let's jump back in. There has been many inklings of ideas of like we don't need degrees anymore in em which is ridiculous by the way um you know we don't need formal education we don't need this through that i'm not ever discrediting education i think we actually need a lot more education i think we need to implement a lot more data science and technology into our field we're so far behind where we where we could be at the same time um it is uh we also need to learn to um a tip or hat where it's due and people who have done the job, especially successfully, um, there's a difference there as well. Um, but we need to tip our hat to them. Um, so that being said, uh, big shout out to the, um, Florida hazmat symposium for everything that they've done for all those uh, presenters, everybody's putting it together. Um, I was so incredibly grateful to be able to provide my own comments to the group and, um, hear other people as well. Um, so with that being said, what is today about today is about, uh, kind of lessons learned. So if that one is kind of a, a nod to saying, Hey, if you talk to somebody and they call themselves an expert, look at their background. Uh, maybe that's a lesson learned that we especially gained the last couple of years here on our side. Um, but you know, every year I do this thing where I sit down and I think about like kind of the big lessons learned that I gained personally or that um, I needed to relearn um, as I interacted with different people and projects and you know travel and the whole deal. I'm not going to share all those today, um, but a couple of the things I want to share are uh, some of the big ones. And um, you know, I think this can help you in your field and maybe help as you interact with other people, especially as you interact with new people. I have chosen to take the route of trusting people early and that sometimes has backfired. Um, however, by being kind and generous to people, you always give people the opportunity to be at a hundred percent with you. And if you want to start off with a hundred percent with other people, that's fantastic. If you're an untrusting person, I don't know, maybe you want to look at that. But one of the lessons I learned this year was, when people have an opportunity to be good or be selfish, it is fascinating how quick they are able to make that decision and the impacts of that. If you're a good person, most likely uh, when you're presented with a problem, no problem. You just move on and you it's a distraction and you can keep on being a good person. However, if you've allowed yourselves to uh, justify here a little bit, justify there a little bit. It's amazing how fragile and how fast that uh, foundation can become. And in my experience, especially last year, oh my goodness, um, it was shocking how fast those foundations crumbled for some other people that we previously worked with. And it was so little and it was, it was, it was like that, that was it. Like, that was the thing that got you. Um, that's why you uh, compromised your integrity. And, um, quite frankly, uh, we've seen it now a couple of times 
as I've talked to other business owners and I've also talked to other people in the private sector, especially, man, it is shocking how, how much that happens and how fast that happens. It's only happened to us a few times over the last four years. Um, they've all been pretty bitter each time that's happened. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll meet somebody else. Like I meet somebody else who I'm like sharing this experience with and I'll give them more details on it. And, uh, they like, give me this look like first time, you know, like that's, those are amateur numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. They interact with so many people that, um, it, it happens more frequently to some other people. But, um, in my, in my, uh, world, the lesson learned, the advice that I can provide is don't allow for the fissures. Don't allow for the little cracks in your system. Um, stay on that line or way far above that line of just doing good and doing good for the right reason and never compromise. I absolutely refuse to compromise. My senior team refuses to compromise. And when we meet with people now that uh, do kind of compromise, we don't even like, we don't want to get to that point of like them, like watching their foundation crumble. We're just like, Hey, we don't want to work with you. And it's uh, really, um, it's becoming like lightning fast. So lesson learned, uh, be aware of the little red flags, um, that other people are putting up, especially if you're in a hiring, uh, position, if you're, you have a staff, if people are doing things that, um, you are trying to justify like, Oh, maybe they just don't know this, or maybe they don't know that. Um, it's probably a much bigger issue than you're aware of. And it's not because the issue itself is big. It's because of what can happen to those people's foundations once they start justifying and uh, making poor choices. So um, just uh, some advice there or lesson learned to be aware of. Be aware of the um, what I would call um, small cracks in people's foundation. Um, the... Uh, the other lesson learned is, um, delegation, man, I got, so here's a, here's kind of a personal story, but, um, for those who know me, uh, they know that I am relentless, which is a blessing. Um, but it is also, um, exhausting for me personally. Sometimes, um, you might be like this, especially if you're an emergency manager or you're an emergency response where like because the mission is so incredibly important whatever your mission is uh, you're just not a person who allows yourself to let it go incomplete and uh, you want to provide the highest quality that you can well that has like literally been like killing me this last year i have had like very little sleep all year and um quite frankly like i don't know if it's an addiction or what but i got to figure out this sleep thing but um in that regard, there was a moment um, a little while ago where my wife had been planning a uh, special meal, meal for our family for like a while. We both lived in Japan. It's going to be a Japanese meal. We're really excited for it. It probably wasn't that big of a deal, but it was a big deal to her and it was a big deal to me, especially me, because I knew that she was excited about it and um, it was supposed to not work that night. Well, uh, things got busy that day. Everybody calls for my attention. Um, some of the people that we interact with from afar sometimes forget that uh, I have m many other things on the plate. Anyway, so I just want to keep people happy and keep the projects moving. And so I worked way too late. 
I I rushed home, got home around 6:55 p.m. and uh, I had five minutes to put my little kids down. They go to bed at seven, and so I got five minutes with them alone. And then I was like, hey, I got to go back to work. And my wife was so kind and polite. She's like, all right, like, good luck. Hopefully you're doing okay. She knew I was like really busy and uh, probably overwhelmed a little bit. And as I was leaving the house, I realized that that meal was on the stove and that um, I totally missed the the dinner. And that was uh, that was not a fun moment for me. I, I really felt like I let down my family and it was because my priorities weren't in order. And so there's a couple lessons learned here. Um, on on the way back to work, I was like punching the steering wheel kind of thing, just like really frustrated at myself and uh, how tired I was. But I also had to do some self-reflection and realized I wasn't delegating enough uh, or we needed to hire new people, more people. And um, you see the catalyst of that. Um, if you follow the Doberman uh, side of the house on uh, LinkedIn, you see that we hired an incredible COO, uh, Denny Adams. She just started. We're really excited about that. But one of the things was just like the internal organization stuff, like getting things off my plate was so incredibly important so that I could be more effective in my job. I could have a little more time with my family and so on. Um, and while I do delegate um, some responsibilities, historically speaking, and, and you might be like this as well, if the product or the the draft isn't up to par, um, I know that people have uh, done a lot of work on it, as well as if I just do it, it'll just take me an hour to fix it. I'll give that excuse. Or, hey, I don't have time to train this because we have so many things happening at the same time. And I, 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 would, I would do it myself. And really, I, I needed to trust my team more. Funny enough, we're talking about trust. Um, so... Um, I, I, I just let it break. I just said, fine, like, um, here on out, um, my COO is going to be our gatekeeper to me. Um, we're going to delegate as much as humanly possible. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to now take my time training other people. Um, in full disclosure, I hate training. I love mentoring, but I, I hate training, but, um, I'm just going to try to get other people up to speed, especially if they're newer. Um, to doing it. And if they provide me a draft, I'm going to provide some comments and let them uh, do that draft. And honestly, as a person who's kind of a little OCD um, and demands the highest quality from themselves and from others, um, that's a, that's a thing I had to let go on. And you would think like I would have learned that lesson, you know, whatever, 10 years ago. And maybe I knew it 10 years ago. But uh, like the business is oh my gosh, it's like my whole world right now. Like it has to be successful. Like there's no other option. There's no plan B for me. Um, and so, you know, you decide to go all in and, and work too much and ironically it can backfire, right? So um, that's a kind of a personal one, but uh, yeah, delegate and trust your team. Have a gatekeeper. If you're the person in charge, you know, it's what happened over the last like probably last year or so i am i like people i'm friendly i like to make people happy and i like to have a good time and uh, we have lots of friends in the field and some of them are listeners to this podcast but what ended up happening is because of my informal relationship with so many people people started talking to me as if they 
like I was their only priority or they were my only priority. And quite frankly, they're not like, uh, I, not only do I have many things on the plate, but the second half of that lesson learned is just getting priorities in order. And that includes putting people back in their place. That place doesn't always have to be a negative place, but it just means, Hey, uh, I'm leading in a company that has 77 different products. We have several full-time staff members and a lot of contractors and we're all over the world. And, uh, that's not a me problem. That's a somebody else problem. And, uh, we're going to start implementing that in healthy and positive ways for, to set those uh, healthy boundaries. I guess that'd be the third part of that, that same lesson, but it all stemmed from, you know, missing a dinner that like, my wife never called out. She never mentioned it. Um, it wasn't a negative thing. She's been incredibly supportive and helpful and kind. And yet it was important to me to support my other half and I didn't do it. So, uh, game over. Um, we're changing things. Um, I'm excited already for what Denny's providing to the team. And as I've provided like more guidance to the team saying, Hey, like I'm taking things, more things off my plate. You're going to be doing things more. It's been so incredibly, um, encouraging and fun to hear my team say, yeah, like we actually want to do that stuff. It's like, okay, uh, let's go. So, um, I'm excited and, um, gosh, what a, what an amateur lesson to learn, but important to learn as we were growing as a team. I'm glad we've learned it now rather than, you know, uh, five or 10 years from now. Hey, we're going to do a quick pause X to thank our sponsors, L3 Harris, Proper Apparel, Impulse, Doberman Emergency Management, and all those subscribers who reach out to us and give us a donation to help us keep us going. Let's jump back in. Um, one of the last lessons, um, I've, um, I learned from last year, um, was, um, I just want to make sure I frame this in the right way. <clears throat> um, take the moment as a special moment. And uh, one of the great ways to remember special moments is to write it down. We're all so busy. After actions are a part of our field, so we kind of do that. But even these like little comments here and there that you can make for yourself where you can remember something happened and how it happened. Um, definitely worth it it's something that i tried to work on last year um one of the lessons i learned throughout the year was that um i'm like oh yeah that happened oh yeah that happened oh yeah that happened a lot of these really cool things and uh, a way to be more grateful for that experience and for those people to be involved with them i just try to record it and to to let people know um that i was grateful for their contribution um and do that in my keynote speech about uh, the seven lessons of leadership, uh, we talk about being a peacemaker. I, re I referenced um, Russell M. Nelson. It was actually seven plus one. He was my plus one um, there at the very end. And I talk about how a lot of us in emergency services put on like this tough guy like attitude, right? Like you have to earn it. You have to earn it. Yeah, brother. You know what I mean? Like it's, it gets like weird. You're like, why? Uh, why do you have to earn your, somebody else's gratitude? Um, for me, uh, again, going back to the, the original in this, uh, podcast is like, you can start off as a hundred with people. And if you compliment people and you're a peacemaker, 
Um, it doesn't mean that you can't delegate. It doesn't mean that you can't watch out for the red flags. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't train or do, uh, do some of those other things that I've mentioned or having a gatekeeper if you're in charge. Uh, however, um, when somebody does something nice for you, um, it's really nice to hear a thank you and um, to be able to take a thank you and to you know not dismiss it um, at the same time uh, to be able to provide that. I have noticed such a uh, a huge blessing in my life by trying to be a peacemaker for other people, trying to learn to be a peacemaker. Um, there were some moments last year where, who I wanted to lose it. Uh, there was, I was like going back to that integrity thing. I was, I was blown away by the incredible stupidity of other people. And I seriously, seriously believe it's because of those little cracks and uh, didn't call it out in real time and didn't uh, put them in check or back away earlier than I should have. And it blew up. And um, at the same time, uh, I could have made it a lot worse by going in a lot harder. And I had great lawyers and I had great friends and we had talked about it. And ultimately, I believe those people just made horrible horrible choices um and i just hope i still I, weirdly enough i hope the best for them i hope they kind of i hope that woke them up a little bit and instead of like going like rage mode um i just went into like calculated mode and like logistical mode and just be like all right like what is right what is not right and if something was not right uh i just you know eventually just backed away because i wanted to be a happier person like be that peacemaker it's like whatever it's like ultimately it doesn't matter for me it's a distraction so remove distractions again i've talked about this quite a bit on this podcast too you can uh you can imagine uh, where i'm at but um you know there's there's some lingering things i think this year uh i'm going to try to have the lesson of not holding grudges <laughs> um but uh i'm hoping that there is a difference between a grudge because uh, I'm not really don't really care to be vindictive. I don't want other people to fail necessarily. Um, but just uh, being wise enough to not fall into the same kind of uh, situations ever again. So, um, you know, make the changes where you need to make the changes. Stay positive. Be a peacemaker. Sometimes that peacemaker is, you know, going the legal route. Sometimes the peacemaker is letting things drop. And uh, sometimes it means letting people go. And also sometimes it means complimenting people. It means a lots of different things. Um, but ultimately, for me, being a peacemaker and trying to be somebody who's doing good in the world um, means um, being calm and collected and not making an emotional decision when I should be making a logical decision. And it means being compassionate enough to recognize that everybody, myself included, um, needs to learn lessons. And um, we're, we're all on different areas of our own journey. So um, those are the lessons I learned from uh, last year. There's a few more, but I'll, I'll probably hold that off for either like a social media post, maybe a blog post um, where I don't talk about so many... <laughs> so many negative things people are like what are you talking about what happened last year um but uh anyways hey if you listen this far i have a question for you i'm like really sick of the disaster tough podcast theme song thinking about changing it if you love it let me know if you hate it let me know if you don't care i actually 
kind of curious to see if it's a big deal or not. Um, but I hear it. I mean, how often do I hear this every time I, I play it? So um, thanks for listening to the podcast. If I can be uh, a peacemaker or be grateful for people who are listening in, my lessons are, you know, personal. And I'm grateful that, you know, you get to hear them out and hopefully you can apply them. Some of them might be seem super obvious to you. Some of it might be new to you. I don't know. But um, if you've learned lessons last year that will help you become a better leader this year, I would love to know what they are. Um, I'm I'm always uh, open to the community. Let me know in the comments. Send me an email. Do, do the thing. And uh, with that, I will see you for the next podcast episode. Um, hoping it's going to be Pete. We'll find out. Um, I don't know who's next, but... Uh, we'll see you for the next time. Give us that five-star rating, subscribe, the whole deal, and uh, we'll see you for the next one. Peace.